Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Akronensai and these are going to be our Libra Eclipse messages. I decided to do them for the individual signs. Now there's loads of reasons for this and you're going to get those messages in other videos. Um, hopefully you guys have watched the Libra seasonals. Remember I said at the beginning of the Libra seasonals that they were just a place to begin. There were loads of other messages coming through. I've also started doing the weekly Aquarian insights which is my messages and when and where I can I will share them from an astrological point of view or a tarot point of view or an energetic point of view but even if I can't I plan to share whatever I'm picking up about the collective I'm all about the collective at the moment as some of you guys know now this Libra solar eclipse that's coming up and it's happening on the 14th of October um, I think it's early evening here maybe it's like just before 7 p.m in the evening in the UK I think you'll have to double check that check it out and that's my mum's birthday as well that Libra solar eclipse it feels and I mean that literally as a feeling you guys know I work in energies it feels really significant for me personally and collectively so rather than doing it as one big video I decided to do these as individual videos this intro will be on all the videos the reason is I want to take my time with them I want to be able to read the oracle cards which I don't do when I do that mega video so I'm using Alice the Wonderland, which I'm quite surprised that deck offered itself up for these. And I'm using the Oracle of Visions, which I like to use when I'm going for intuitive messages. In the same vein, that's the reason I'm using Lenormand for this, not Tarot, because with the Lenormand, it's a sandbox that I love for my intuitive messages. And that's kind of what I'm feeling around this as well. This is going to be that new moon energy on steroids. And in that vein, then I would look at this as a six month cycle. Now, what does that mean? It means this is a solar eclipse in Libra that we're having in Libra season. There will be a lunar eclipse or how I see this kind of cycle going to is that when there'll be the moon in Libra in Aries season. So that's a six month cycle. So you can revisit this. You can bookmark it, revisit it in a month, two months, three months, whenever because I think the energies play out on a much grander scale. I will just tell you straight off here, although I am planning to do a greater talk on this, I do kind of feel a lot of feminine energy around this. I mean, that's a no-brainer, right, when we've got a solar eclipse. But I've also had messages come through around Lilith, which has changed signs, and Selena, which is white moon. We talk a lot around black moon Lilith, there is White Moon Selena as well, and I've been working with that energy quite a bit too. But as I said, I will be talking about that in a later video. So there's a lot going on, and each of the videos that I post, each of the readings that I post, they are a piece of the puzzle. They are one perspective or one idea around this. So I'm trying to go for a holistic with all of these aspects and perspectives that they come together. And you are a crucial part of that. So see how this plays out for you work with the energies that are presented but in this reading just to kind of reiterate I am going for a purely kind of intuitive what are the cards saying message rather than intellectualizing and, and bringing in the more astrology stuff although inevitably I end up doing that sometimes anyway because that's my process but the intention is to just give you the messages that come up in this thank you to everyone that likes shares subscribes you guys help the channel immensely when you do that a massive thank you and a shout out to everyone that makes a donation. You guys really help to support the channel and I cannot thank you enough for that. There is information in the description on how to make a donation or to book a reading with me. That's all I think I want to say for this. I love you guys. Let's get on with the reading. Hello my lovelies. These are going to be your Libra solar eclipse messages for Virgo. Last but never least. Here we go Virgo. Right. Yours has got a bit of a ending to it um i'm just putting the last card on there um so yeah there's a bit of um i don't know this oh, oh god it's interesting to me because you you're coming on with this clarity with this sun what is exposed what is shown uh, a spotlight right but you're also coming in with the coffin which to me is the death of something right it's over it's finished um as is want to be with Virgo, uh, it's nuanced and it's complex. And I love that. There's a lot of details to this. And hopefully you guys will appreciate that as well and be able to move forward with it. But if you think about this, this is, this is the clarity. This is the sun shining. 
this is the coffin down here what do we have in the middle well we have this the card of abundance can be around finances um it doesn't always have to be uh, um, money but it usually is seen in that realm just to give you an idea of what the kind of energy is but you got it with bridge bridging the gap but there's something around that one way of bridging the gap one way of traversing this kind of wherever there's a lack in this i think that's you've realized that you're not doing that anymore there's something very different around that now i want to say this and this is where as i've been doing for a lot of these i've been reading a lot of the messages from the, just to give you as much as a long period of time it's coming up with a lot of the messages i'll be completely honest with you a part of me has wondered if all of us readers should take a break um because of the aries north node right but if anything if my chiron and aries has taught me anything we can help each other to make empowered choices we can hold room for each other we can empower each other so that each of us can connect the dots that we need to i mean we shouldn't ever be telling each other what to do and all the rest of it anyway so i want to say that um so i have been giving a lot of like reading from the book giving other keywords to ideas so you can connect the dots in your own life because there's a very i've explained it in the leo message you can check it out but you know it's a very personal kind of message that comes up with lenormand not a great choice for general readings however an amazing choice for general readings when you want to illustrate and embody this thing of connecting the dots and making it very personal what the message is right just means you guys have to do a lot of the legwork on your own now i don't know how much of this i'm going to read for you because there's already a message that's coming out out through this i will probably with the bottom ones so this is the message not it's not the same reading as i did in virgo season in your season so this clarify this clarify this clarifier this is the embodiment or the expression of that one of the things i do want to say you got coffin here and you got mice over here they're not great cards right they, they aren't the norman is a little different in that sense in it is much more clearly unfavorable some of the cards right however in the combination the mice coming up here is actually beneficial if you've got the, gotten the coffin before so the cards can be a little strange if you watch some of the others and you're thinking well hang on i thought that was a bad card and she's doing it um really positive it's because it comes after coffin which is a great thing um a great thing for it to come up now another thing i want to say is there haven't really been that many duplicates in terms of oracle cards but another sign did get this and i had to double check because i thought it was cancer for a moment and i thought no it's not cancer it was gemini Gemini got this. So we've got this theme of both of the Mercury ruled signs getting the same Oracle card. So which speaks to Mercury for me. That's how I connect the dots. Um, let me get this book. So let's read this to you. I, I will say this, especially with the, the fish coming up here. There's a lot around... Um, I think second house values and you've got Venus in your sign. That's why this card comes up. This is all about relationships. If you're really focused on work, finances, that kind of thing at the moment, and not so much on relationships, and I don't even mean um, romantic, you know, any kind of how you relate to stuff. What is your relationship with something? I would ask you to consider where a partnership or relationship could be colleagues at work, whatever, right? The, the, how does that impact you know how you make money what you do with money what you value like there's something coming up around that it doesn't have to just be money i'm just saying it because it's fish but let's start over here so the card is i wonder what will happen next a question that we get asked a lot as readers but let's read this so ready to adventure precipice of change pause before action and here's the excerpt from through the looking glass Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank and of having nothing to do. Once or twice she had peeped into the book her sister was reading, but it had no pictures or conversations in it. And what is the point, what is the use of a book, thought Alice, without pictures or conversations? There are points in life where everything seems quite perfect. Things are calm, all is well, and we are comfortable, sheltered, easy in ourselves and in the relationships we have. There is, in short, nothing at all wrong then why, oh, why can we not feel satisfied? This is because free spirits grow restless amidst too much sameness, much as we find Alice and you, dear reader, at this time. 
While she ought to be enjoying an afternoon beneath the trees in late summer, Alice is actually a little fretful and restless. She wants for adventure to explore and to reach out beyond the comforts of her current existence. This is the very point you are at. You will decide whether or not to enter into and enjoy all you have and have been given. There is nothing at all wrong with embracing that. Or as you will know from Alice, from Alice, this could be the point at which you begin to wonder whether this is the place from where you need to explore, stretch or jump. A small part of you is tired with the tidy, the comfortable and the repetitive, which is a big deal when Virgo gets that. You would rather the adventurous, where you will learn more of who you truly are than you will in this in-between state of sameness and people who never ask questions and and are content never to go beyond the comforts of their current life. I just want to add there, this may be people that you are dealing with in your life. You, dear reader, want more. This card tells you that very soon, if you choose, you will have an unprecedented opportunity for adventure. It is your decision, but I think I know what you will choose when the moment of change arrives just in time to save you from the numbness of too much habit and repetition. This is the very edge of change. Prepare yourself. So we have divination message and reverse message. Divination message. A longing for excitement. Wonder at what is meant to take place next. Someone who is comfortable but vaguely dissatisfied. Be ready for a challenge and for new experiences. Reverse message. Attachment to habit. Locked into stultifying sameness. Comfort over adventure, a lack of curiosity, satisfaction remaining within the same world in a repetitive cycle. So we've got this kind of stuckness, wanting to get out, wanting change. This, you know, what's going to happen next? What shall I do? Now, let's bring into this. I think it's dynamic might be how you relate to people, your interaction with. It's going to be relationships, but of course, relationships can be anything that you relate to. We, we have a relationship with with money, with how we shine in the world, what we do. Um, I just realised this, just going to say this, this card sticks out like a sore thumb in this reading, just because of where it is. And if you look across, this would be the, okay, this is how, what's going on right now. This is how I'm seeing, this is what's going on. This is being cunning right it can be overthinking as well overthinking we're trying to find a different way to do stuff stuff so this would be the what will happen next question what do i need to do how do i find out what's going to happen next and then the dice is hey we have it's a risk we don't really know until we take a risk we don't know um and this is how we take the risk anyway i'm jumping ahead let's read um this key words for this relationships interaction with others and it says when something seems to be missing in your life it usually turns out to be someone let me say that again. When something seems to be missing in your life, it usually turns out to be someone. And that is a quote from Robert Brault, I think that says. Our life is defined by relationships, family, partners, friends and foes. Each enters and passes through like a comet passing through our sky. Some shine briefly, never to return again and gradually fade from memory. Others settle in and remain in our orbit. A mechanical photography dis device displays those who have played a part in our lives. Pretty cool, pretty steampunky that, I quite like it. The intricate rotations create infinite combinations to represent the presence and the presence and partings, mimicking the steps of an imaginary cosmic dance. Some will remain as permanent participants although their closeness will oscillate and be relative to each other. Additional frames will constantly be added, waiting to betray others who will enter our lives in the future. So, I mean, it's going to happen, right? That's the main things that, in a very kind of basic way that we look at Venus for relationships and like finances and money and stuff like that. They are interconnected. More often than not, I have seen that, how it shows up. Um, you know, people who give everything away, who are always focused on other people and then they never have money. And it's like, I don't know. And it's like, because you never keep anything. So why would you keep the money? Even though we're talking about other things in relationships. So there is a connection. All things are connected. I mean, all of us are connected. So why would not the, the, the different parts of our life be connected as well? But when it comes to, I wonder what will happen next. 
for you especially and i don't think gemini got it so much but for you especially there is this kind of in relationships to others how i interact with others what is changing around that for me now you've got sun here number 31 i'm going to read you what the sun card has to say to you and it might be just telling you that the sun was in your sign and what it highlighted about you who you are now right so remember that from a personal place but it says i'm success hear me roar i control your ego and charisma i boost your confidence and courage i bring victory and glory but be careful not to get too cocky or you'll be burned by arrogance like icarus um let's have a look it says big luck as well you know the sun shines and everything under its light grows and you hear me say that all the time right what we focus on is what grows but consider this so if we look at it not just as the sun's just come through your sign um now in libra um but it can also be that venus which is in your sign has just come out of leo which is also the sun so we've got this what is highlighted what does it mean for me this may be fears doubts unseen things coming out of your un subconscious as well right with with venus there maybe you can understand why you didn't like something or why someone was pissing you off like what's been irking me what does this irk me what's going on here why do i feel so triggered by this right so we've got this coming up with that sun there there is a level of clarity there is a level of what what we look at what we see even if what is clear to us right uh, think of it that way this is clear to me this is what i'm focused on this is what i want to grow outside of me now let's move on to or let's talk about fish for a moment fish can be money right uh, but it's abundance so the example i think i gave who did i just read for for to leo i was talking about um health abundance of health right so when you're feeling healthy and strong and working out and whatever then you're abundant you're you're abundant in your health but it is about trade it is about commerce it is about transaction now one of the kind of problems with our world changing but very slowly changing is that we can do this thing of treating people as commodities we commodify everything right you know what can i get out of being nice to someone oh gosh sorry i'm knocking things over here what can i get out of being nice to someone what can i get from this person is this person worth it right you know we can or, or what how we even sell ourselves and i'm you know we do sell ourselves of you know what is my worth now you can you know there's so many different ways they're not right or wrong this by design right that's the society that we live in it may be that you think that right i'm worth what i have i'm worth who i know i'm worth what the relationship i'm that i'm in i'm worth my education i'm worth you know whatever it it, it might be where we limit our worth or our value based on that but when it comes up with fish it's more the trade so how we use our resources how we trade ourselves that if you really are and it's the awareness around this right so if if i'm aware that what i value about myself and what i have to trade is uh, i don't know my tarot reading stuff or how much i know or my compassion or my humanity whatever it is right um it's the awareness that we're always trying to bridge the gap where you that's the bridge whatever that value is that is how we try to bridge something so if i'm here and i'm saying i want to go over there then i think i can only do it through tarot right use that example or i can only do it have you ever I have a friend that does this who is incapable of talking about anything that is not related to their um to her to her pet kind of topic that you know her pet thing so she won't talk you talk about anything else she won't talk but when it if you just even briefly mention something then she can come in because she feels that she is knowledgeable in that area right she doesn't want to look stupid so she won't talk in any other area uh, she is a libra as well by the way so you know you we can we can get this kind of feeling or thing that we do around this how we bridge the gap and so consider that if you've always bridged the gap in your life through your knowledge and that all of a sudden you find yourself in a situation that you don't know anything about 
right? You can feel dead in the water. You can feel, oh shit, I don't know what to do here. It can throw you. Um, if you are, you, you've honed and worked on certain relationships that you're comfortable with, talking about interactions with other people, that you you find yourself in a situation where, I don't know, you know, you, you, you end up not with those people for whatever, you know, people break up, friends break up. Uh, all sorts of situations can change companies can get out of business whatever it is then again we can feel like oh god i don't know i'm in a confined place i don't know what to do with this because we never honed our skills outside of that so i'm getting this that you know there's clarity about maybe what we want or what's going on how we've bridged the gap that i feel is changing now you'll see why i'm saying that let's read i'm going to read this bridge card to you because it's coming up with fish and this is what it says sorry bridges it says it it says near or far wide or narrow steep or straight are some of my traits but in whatever form i am your connection to places people or points in time now you have time here you have people over here right so it's very pivotal this is the kind of point of how you bridge the gap between what you know what you don't know or to achieve something I can span the spaces that separate you. I can shorten the distance that can bring you together. Now, I want you to think about this. If we're talking about this, some people, this is, you know, when we have trauma bonds. So we come in and share our deepest, darkest, oh God, you know, this happened to me, that happened to me. That's how we connect with people. But then if that's what connects us, what impetus do we have to heal? or to, you know, get, what, what, why would we? Because that, that we've got a connection out of that bond. Or sometimes people use money. Like, you know, I don't need to get close to anyone. I will just buy the help that I need, right? I won't, I don't need a friend to do something. I will get a, I don't need a friend to work out with. I will pay a personal trainer. I don't need, um, I don't need to learn any skills or bridge the gap between what I don't know. I will pay people to do that for me. I will pay someone to have who has the expertise for it. So hopefully I've illustrated, because that's the whole point of this reading, is how we bridge. And it comes down to our own value of what we see, of, of what we're worth. But there's a crisis or something around this, or a change at least. So it can, at the extreme, it's a crisis. On the other hand, it's because um, my mouth is going much far is not can't go as fast as my thoughts so i'm sorry i'm tripping up over my words at one at one end of the spectrum it's a crisis and the other it's like an ending or it's very confining right um whatever this situation i will read you coffin and i'll read you the keywords that go with it so you can see where this plays out in your own life let me first of all see does coffin come up i mean so in this book they give you some of the they've only picked a few and they give you a couple of brief um combinations and they have done coffin and fish and that is coffin and fish financial bequest liquidity terminated end of prosperity um they've also got actually coffin and sons which can be recovery convalescence emerging from bereavement now there that is a theme that is coming up in your reading so if you've had it really tough if you're looking at you listening to all that and saying i know jay i'm well aware of what you're saying and i know this right then you, it is you are coming out of that with the mice over here says that um i'll even tell you the the mice does it does this have it no that'll be later on um but let's, I'll, I'll read you what, what it says for coffin. It says, the coffin signifies endings to a phase of your life. Don't be too quick to talk about death. Yeah, because coffin people go to death immediately. But gauge what is completing or resurfacing from the past. That's There's a 12th house kind of energy around this. That's why I was going with Leo and Venus in Leo. The card could indicate a sick bed or a birth on a ship, a cell in a prison or a narrow place the client is currently in. So that confining feeling, right? It could be a deadline, the term of a contract, or someone unable to move forward. Through fear or memory of trauma in which they risk becoming one of the living dead by refusing to recognise the end. Coffin warns that you may be walking into a dead end, 
or that your plan lacks energy. Now, I'm not so worried about that because you're coming in from that, but it is one way what you have picked of value to bridge the gap. So, you know, like I said, if you've always used money and now you don't have money, that's a problem. If you've always shown, uh, you've always been a happy, positive, because your life's been great, right? Now, all of a sudden things are shit. You don't know how to bridge that gap because you don't know how to show up with that happy smile all the time. So there's an end to something that comes up there. Here's the keywords. Completion, termination, hidden, things from the past, hauntings, dead ends, a trap, walking into an old situation, no forward energy, cancellation, stagnation, the end, death, giving honourable burial to what doesn't serve you. I think that's a big deal here around this. It doesn't serve you anymore. Disruption, illness or depression that prevents you from working, fear of finishing, narrow place, mourning, as in mourning the loss of something, end of an old phrase, something ancient is coming back to life, tribal motives, burnout. So be very mindful here. Like if you need to take a break, I think cancer got something like that as well. If you need to take a break, if you need to take a pause, that's it's all good in the hood, right? You know, there is if you're able to or in it whatever way you can, right? There was a time in my life where I should have taken a break and I didn't. So but the only thing I would do was wake up, go to work, come home and just I would just rest. And then all weekend I would rest. That's when I was beginning to get ill, but I wouldn't accept that I was ill. So I'm not saying you're ill, by the way, I'm just giving an example. Right. So over here now, so we've got this. Now, what I kind of see with Fox coming up is this, you know, are you trying to figure out, well, oh God, bloody hell, like, you know, how can I, what can I do then? How do I bridge the gap? If my usual way, whatever my bridge was or the bridges that I have to connect with people or to do whatever, or the people that that played the role of a bridge in um, in our lives, you know, I'll give an example. So, you know, I, I, I tend to, I'm an Aquarius, so it makes sense, but I, I tend to, all of my friends tend to hang out together. So I make friends, but they all become friends with each other because I tend to have groups of friends that hang out. Not always, right? Sometimes people just don't get on and that's cool. But a lot of the time, that means I end up being the glue that holds people, that holds those groups together. I've learned this the hard way. This is my whole life, I've realised this. That when I don't show up then or when I'm not around or if I can't be around, those friend groups fall apart. Those relationships fall apart, right? So there may be someone in your life that plays that role or you may be the person that plays that role in your family, in the whatever. whatever however these interactions show up for you. Let's go on to Fox. This is what Fox says. When I'm not your job, I am your red flag for some deviousness going on. Look around your circle in your hall. This is weird. Look around your circle in your hall. I might be planning your fall. I am master of manipulation and I'm going to fool you all. Craftiness is my fame and sneaky sneaky is my game. Now, I know this, right? And one of the the things that I used to beat myself up for a lot, this is we're talking about 20 years ago now, is how easily I was manipulated, right? I've always been very easily manipulated. And it the manipulation requires my input as well. So at first it was all blame. Oh God, this person's horrible. They're manipulating me. So-and-so is manipulating me. But it required my participation to be manipulated. And some of the ways that now I don't do it is so you know you might get someone that comes up to you and they instead of asking you straight out you know can I borrow your lawnmower I don't know why the hell the lawnmower was coming up but can I borrow your lawnmower right? they won't ask you and that's actually a prideful thing that's a prideful thing to not ask for help um to to you know not just ask because you you don't you can't handle refusal basically so you manipulate someone to do it but you don't see it as a manipulation you're just putting it out there and saying, well, if the person wants to lend it, then they will lend it to me. There's no right or wrong to this, by the way, as well. If you do this, I'm not having a dig at you. It's more about be aware of your own energy, how you're shining, how you're trying to bridge the gap right around this. So imagine I want, so I want your lawn, lawnmower. Instead of saying to you, hey, can I borrow your lawnmower? And accepting that you could say yes, 
sure or no the last time i lent it to someone they ruined it i've just vowed i'm never lending it to anyone again but i can you know so so something like that i might start saying stuff like god that grass i swear it's so bad and you know my kids hay fever is really awful and um the cat keeps going out there and she's got ticks all over her and you know that telling my sad story around this all of what i'm saying might be true but the two the reason i'm i'm saying it in that way is so that i want your lawnmower so why not just ask now obviously script flip the script on this this could be someone doing this to you this could be some you know that you're having it done to you you're you're inadvertent inadvertently doing this right that you you're putting it out there and to yourself you think but i'm putting it out there i'm saying i've got a problem and instead of putting someone on the spot and asking them straight out i'll throw it out there and see what they say so there's very good reasons for why we do this but if you're completely honest with yourself that's some of the case right you will you will know that you might be doing it even for the best of reasons why because it's like i don't want to i don't want to put you know um I don't want that person to feel put upon. So you have to ask yourself, why would you that person feel put upon? Where do you feel put upon when people ask you to do things? And so if you go down that rabbit hole, that example that I just gave, guilt is at the heart of that. If someone asks me something and I, I actually sat with, I think she was a Virgo, but she had a lot of Virgo Scorpio, right? So I actually sat with her that we were planning a trip together. She was a friend of mine and... She, her and another friend were coming to London. We were sat there planning and somebody messaged her and it was, must have been late for her because it was the early morning for me. And they were saying to her that, you know, hey, can you, I need to talk, like something was wrong. Now, she could have just said, I, I'm really busy at the moment, but I can, you know, can, can you give me an hour? Can you give me two hours or whatever? She didn't do that. And she was started panicking on the call with us, right? She's like, oh my God, like whatever. Now, this is a person that she would not ask anyone for help. She wouldn't have done that. Why? Because she was so put upon. But the problem wasn't the person asking her for help or the person saying that, you know, I need to talk to you or something. It was her own inability to say no. So be mindful of that, that where do you allow yourself to be put upon? Like you can't say no. And so you don't ask for help or ask for something because you don't want to be that person that does it as well and if you're wondering why i'm so vocal on this it's because it's part of my own history this is a part of my own makeup there's all stuff that i've worked through for myself now let's step away from that interpret a very personal interpretation for a moment and let's look at this in another way that if you're trying to come up with a different like how do i do this what do i do um i need to bridge the gap or I, well, i'm going to call it bridging the gap whatever that means to you I need you know something's gone something's happened i need to find a way out of this or i'm dealing with someone who's really sneaky i don't know how to how to how to deal with this if this is something that's been going on for a very long time like you, you this has become your default way of communicating say for example i'm only saying that because you're mercury ruled and something around communication comes up when you and gemini get the same cards if it's something that you've done for a long time or it, you got time here right? and you got beer underneath and it's like yes it helps to support you yes it's a strength right but beer can only take so much before it collapses as well and i want to say this as well so if we go there's so much around yours virgo i swear so if we let me cover the people that this is financial thing for you like you know money this is to do around money if fish is the actual what you're trading with right fish is that what you're trading with beer is what you are trading for it's how you spend your money uh, it, and, and I'll, I'll read this to you in a moment so you you kind of know where i'm going with that so you can work it out for those of you that, that this message is for your income your resources like a very literal second house this is around what you value and what you what is worth your time know this that it can take longer to get to your desired place if you play the foxes game if instead of being very direct instead of taking the risk rolling the dice like an innocent child it doesn't even have to be 
like that whole story of manipulation all the rest of it right or coming up with all this like jumping through hoop stuff it takes longer but kids don't do that kids are very direct can i have some can i do this right you know it's that can i have a go next that's kids because they're not overthinking it they're speaking from a place of what they desire um and i i want to i want to say this to you whether this is around your time whether this is in your um going on an adventure your interactions with other people a relationship how you spend your money what you spend your money and how you earn it your job like whatever it's everything right whatever it is this kind of sews up like a commitment to doing it a certain way rather than because there's a slow erosion that is taking place because of this practice like and you might see this as you know your bank balance is slowly getting down so there is an element of this if you're bearing with me and thinking what the hell of the holes getting plugged with this transit with you know so be mindful of that that through a collaboration through a relationship what this could be as simple as you give all your money to um your sister right you know your sister is always asking money you feel sorry for her so you're always giving it but now your own family is suffering because of this so there are so many different ways i and the reason i'm making that point is the way that i'm breaking it down and sh- showing it it could be very easy to just highlight it as a destructive bad thing but with the sun coming up there's something really beautiful about why you've done it that way there's a beautiful reason for this right for some, it's their kid right you know but, but my kid deserves the best or i'm running out of time to spend with my like you know there's there's a lot that comes up but it's, it's whatever you call a resource and that's the difficulty here because we all have different things that we consider a resource like for me especially in my love language it's time time when you know if i give my time who i decide to spend my time with who takes time out to spend with me that that's my love language that's the only kind of gift that i like that you know of people that spend time together and that's a big deal to me rather than literal gifts or nice words or whatever it's time so let's read you what time says my appearance brings time to the forefront of importance I may be approaching or passing, so be attentive. Use me wisely to provide perspective. Look around me to better understand my involvement. Certain cards may slow me down, but sometimes a quick action will get you the crown. Now, here's the thing with fox. I know foxes are usually considered fast, but I think this is about trying to find a way to deal with this that is not direct. That is not, the child actually represents the fool especially when the dice comes up next to it. this is a very full like energy of leaping into something taking a risk taking a chance um this is over considering it overthinking it analysis paralysis and the reason i say that is because bear comes up underneath so the embodiment of this is bear energy and i'm gonna i'm gonna read you bear along with the keywords the bear is protective and generous so that might be you right and that's your reason for doing this but can be dominant, overwhelming, or abusive because of its might. It represents that which is big and intimidating, responsibilities that we carry, as well as large wild animal. Now, here's the good news. The responsibilities are slowly being, uh, you know, um, dwindling away in the best sense. I think we're coughing here a bit. We're definitely moving in the right direction. So there's the good news if you're thinking, what the hell, right? What will happen next? We're headed in the right direction at the very least. It may be imperceptible, you know, if mice were coming in and stealing food from you, you wouldn't notice immediately, but you would eventually. Um, where was I? Beer is the, all right, hey. Beer is the material things that money brings you, not the cash itself. So we've got cash itself, what it brings us, what we buy with it. Remember what I said about that transaction? It's a big personality, but can be possessive as well as generous. It can absorb a lot of impact, but if it endures shock too long, it can buckle under the strain. So time too long, this. 
Now, if someone around you has been devious, if you're having to play games or walk on eggshells to deal with someone, it's gone on long enough. And it's almost like you don't have the time to waste now. You don't have, especially with this coming up here. Um, let me say that again. It can absorb a lot of impact, but if it endures shock too long, it can buckle under the strain. Cards around beer can receive its protection or be possessed by it. The effect of beer is enduring or long term time. Keywords, strength, power, possessive, protecting, overwhelming, mighty, abusive, victimizing, parental rules, force majeure, responsible, burdens, enduring, force, wild animal, potential, enthusiasm, physical strength, generosity, possessions, owning, intimidating, courage, material success, bold, grouchy, personal power, shelter, long-term projects, ambitious aims, large plans, professional jealousy, confidence and standing, wealth, financial clout, that's, that's a deep, something around financial clout, um, rogue, dominant, taste. So that's kind of where we are right now, figuring out, and less of the figuring out, I'd say with that, that fox there, like time's running out. If we don't come up with a plan or a yes or a no, this is I, like your finances, your bank balance can't handle the strain much more if you're supporting someone else, right? Remember this supports um, or is protective of something. Something has to change around this. Now, dice is very clear on what needs to change or how we change you may not like the answer to this but hey this is what it says i am the risk the gamble you choose to take i am the uncertain and the leap of faith i offer the promise of future change possibly negative cards to my right you don't have any um will foretell ill fate but positive cards will bring about a happy state are you feeling lucky well, are you? And the answer to this is the child. And what is the child? It says, I am young, I am new, I am playful and immature. I am a baby, a kid or a teenager. Small, short or tiny are other ways to describe me. So it can be literally a person, but we're doing this as a general. Um, so the child inhabits a place of wonderment, innocence, hope and the ability to play at something just for the fun of it. It is another time and place where imagination is unchanged and reality is taken at face value. It's the early stages of development where changes can be made and a positive future formed. So you've got all this kind of joy. I mean, it's sun-like energy, but this is full energy with these two coming up here. So knowledge or cunning or overthinking stuff or having the perfect plan won't work um around this i'm not and you know that's naturally who you are i get it i work the same way so i absolutely understand that and maybe it's about forming relationships with other people this and when we show up in a relationship we show up with the wonderment of a child which is curiosity is one of them or you know why is that or how's that happening or you know that like a child a child won't pretend to know it doesn't know it'll ask too many questions rather than not enough questions so let's have a look at the down here we have these mice and we have this ring now the ring is commitment um it's the gift of commitment but i kind of see it so because of all the cards here let's go this way mice are usually seen as less favorable the ring is seen as great i think this is actually an erosion of the commitments that you have to other people or to other to whatever it may be with the mouse it's kind of eating away at the things that bind you or tie you to these interactions so you can go towards this adventure or this next whatever it is a new bridge forming for you or time to do something else or a new cycle that comes in but you just feel tied down to so many people in this now i kind of feel like you've already been working away at this or dealing with this because of these cards that come up here you're aware of this but i just in that sense then want to i think the cards are confirming that you are making progress in this area very much so let's read you mice um 
Hang on, I wanted to see if it came up with bringing it down. So mice says, mice gradually diminish things, implying a loss such as household items that wear out or maintenance required before the decline becomes serious. So things could be wearing out, right? There is a kind of wearing out decline energy to this. However, you usually have warning, unlike the suddenness of scythe, right? You know, where it just whoosh, cuts away. From the bank charges on an overdraft, so you see the money thing coming up, that reduce your finances to the self-sabotage of self-deprecation. When you leave a gap, mice take advantage. So is that, this is, there's a gap here, something's coming in. For better or for worse, maybe you didn't see it before because you were so effortlessly bridging that gap. Right. Mice take advantage. So when you leave a gap, mice take advantage. But mice can also neutralize or decrease the effect of cards like clouds, coffin, scythe, mountain, or crossing. So yeah, that's what I'm getting here. Nibbling them down piecemeal. The card that follows mice down shows the nature of the loss that's experienced. So you've got ring there, which is I think your commitments to things or you know if you especially if you have a problem with guilt or feeling like you have to do stuff the mice are definitely eroding that let's give you the keywords gradual loss decrease stress debts disease poor conditions wearing away wearing out dirt decay infestation i just want to add here as well before i continue whatever this was with this sun like it looks positive when coming in with it so say for example if I've always had loads of money and I've always been able to buy everything that I've ever wanted, right? I may not have noticed how unhappy I've been because I was always able to do that. If I always had relationships, romantic relationships, I was dating and stuff. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, a lockdown happened or something happened. I wasn't able to do that. I may notice that I've used relationships to cover how confined or trapped I feel. So whatever this gap was, I know, if, you know, you're no longer able to bridge it in that way. It's allowed these in, but that's revealed something to you with that sun coming up. <clears throat> Let me continue. Where was I? Um, pilfering, anxieties at the edge of consciousness, undercutting, weight loss, dieting, invasive. If you're dieting, this would be really good. Maybe you've been stuck for a while and thinking that I'm not losing any weight. You probably would be. Uh, invasive um infection parasites bad influences destructive erosion health warning corrosion criticism doubt substandard intrusive disappointing self-deprecation again memory loss group mind productivity mob collective fatigue decline self-sabotage so we got that sorry i was going to read you ring as well so we've got ring around this Hopefully you'll see why I interpreted these the way that I did. So with ring, it says the ring is seen as a commitment to be married, but also signifies contracts, unions and obligations, right? So this would be eroding that in that sense. If it's one of the other ones and it's more specific, that's a personal reading, right? So in the general, I hope you understand why I'm going the way I'm going. The small print on the contract is accepted by both parties when the bond is reciprocal. But should either either party break the union or attempt to coerce the other to remain bound, it's another story. Obligations, promises and bonds are also part of this card, as well as duties we have to fulfil. The ring often binds cards together at either side of it, either by mutual agreement or else by obligation. So watch how how it influences the reading of course it takes two to make a contract so check the connections and see if the scythe comes near to break them well you don't have the scythe right but you do have the mice keywords unity bond agreement contract cycles oaths vows promises contractual clauses ethical codes keeping your word swearing allegiance joining the team obligation duty mergers mandate command commitment continuity engaged civil partnerships marital bond reunion cooperation fidelity vindication guarantee espouse yoke circulation so however that whatever kind of bond or commitment that ring signifies for you um there's an erosion there 
Now, because maybe the erosion or the gap that's coming is what's allowing you now to roll the dice on this. This is a leap of faith. We're leaping into something new. This even said you're on the precipice of change, right? A pause before action. So in that sense, then this is taking stock. What do I value? What do I have a value? What do I have a value to offer? What do I, like, why am I treating myself as a commodity? It may be that, but first place it comes up is your interaction with people how you interact with people what you think what you feel what it goes on around this do we allow other people to take advantage of us do we are we less than like direct and straightforward because you know for the best of reasons like i get uh, said before it's all connected guys you know i had this conversation with a libra yesterday where i was saying to them that you know you might focus on just one relationship so your partnership or you know um a friend or something and but that's there's no way that you can just be a great friend or lover or whatever you can't be if all your other relationships suffer we have the illusion of that and that could be the gap right it's confining but it says something about all our other relationships it says something about what we value and it's the same with if we're focused on just one area of life. There's a bit of a temperance feel to this reading as well. Out of all of, I said to Gemini, yours is the most straightforward and direct. Out of all of them, Virgo, yours is, it would be fascinating to me to hear, like, you know, how this plays out for you, what's going on with you. Because it is a bit mind-blowing when this shows up. So be gentle with yourself if you have a clarity or a realisation around something. I know it may be difficult but know this as difficult as this you are headed in the right you're going from coffin to think about that right so this is like oh god i'm like i'm gone i'm dead i'm finished right i'm confined to a coffin buried alive to oh no i'm up and about i can take a few i can take this i'm a bit strong to this you know what i'm not actually committed to that i've bloody gone to hell and back i don't need to be committed or bound to this that's not my responsibility but there you go my lovelies those are your messages I love you guys very much. I will see you next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.